we are already in the month of September. Oh my God. In the next three and a half months, we're gonna celebrate Christmas and continue with New Year. Oh my mind, how's your 2019 been? Yeah. <laughs> Can you think one or two highlights of your 2019? I know someone, the highlights is, I'm getting married in 2019. Wee wee. Wee wee. Or in 2019, I am a will. <laughs> getting married. Wee wee. Or maybe you have like a, a new job. Or a new career, or um, a new class, or class, a new assignment, or an assignment. But just think of one or two highlights of 2019 so far in your life. What is that? And just share to the person next to you or behind you. Okay, I th I think your highlight is all very good. Yeah, there is no my highlight is I'm abandoned. No, not nothing like that. Your highlight is always something good. You know that we are living uh, in a journey. Uh, God called us to be and to do a specific things. If you come to the cell group, in the first uh, topic of a community called identity, it says like we are all have a calling. We are a person, a people with purpose. That is one of our identity. You are not a person without purpose. No, whether you have a purpose or you are given a purpose by someone else. Only that, yeah. We are all always walking with a purpose. And do you know what? God Almighty know your highest purpose in your life. And he give a specific purpose and general purposes in your life. A general purpose, uh, you can read the Bible, yeah? Uh, a lot of things, but there is a specific purpose. We call it calling. Your calling that only you can do. Yeah, only you can be. For example, maybe some of you gonna become a businessman or businesswoman. Some of you gonna work in the government. Some of you gonna work in the education field. Some of you gonna become an artist. Yeah, that is your calling. Uh, some of you gonna become a pastor. Some of you gonna become a youth workers. That's your calling. In every single calling, God have a great plan for each one of you. And we are all in our journey towards our calling. And in that journey, there is always seasons. And people call it seasons of life. They, just now when we sing a song, it's talking about season as well. In every season, God. Da, 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 da. Because in our life, there are a lot of seasons. You got to know what seasons you are in. Then you will expect the right fruits. Yeah. And in every season, you will bear fruits. Doesn't mean like, oh, I'm in the winter season, Kakaevo. I do not have fruits. No, nonsense. Because in God, we always bear fruits because God is life. Whatever is your season, you will bear fruits. But your expectation will in line with God and with the seasons you are in. It is very important to know where you are in your seasons right now in your journey. Yeah. Just now when I hear the highlights, actually it's one of the seasons in your life, what is happening. And what's going on in your life is for a purpose. God meant something happen in your life, not just coincidence. There's always a purpose again because our God is a God of purpose. Therefore, we are God's people also a people of purpose. Our God have a purpose. In every single time that He allowed things happen to us, always have a purpose. And his purpose is this ultimate highest calling. Do you know your highest calling? Yeah, my calling, for example, 
uh, to minister to young people, but it's not my highest calling. Maybe some people say, oh, my highest calling is to bring many people, nations, come streaming to experience God, Jesus, as a living God, His love, His power, and His truth. It's, it's great calling, but it's not the highest calling. What is the highest calling? Your highest calling is not ministry every Sunday. You know, it's part of the calling, but it's not the highest calling. Your highest calling is not doing good to other people. It is good. You have to doing good, uh, helping people, but it's not your highest calling. I'm talking highest. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Highest meaning the highest, the most important. <laughs> you can uh you you will allow to not reaching your life calling as long as you reach this highest calling. And what is your highest calling? Paul say, my highest calling. He is a man that uh, being used by God to spread the gospel in many nations. Many times he about to die, but he just passed on. He is a man of faith. He is a man that knowing God intimately, but he say, my highest calling is not doing all of that. My highest calling is not pay the price so that people, nations can be saved. No, he said, my highest calling is know him intimately. Your highest calling is knowing God intimately. Yeah. Knowing him intimately meaning encounter him, experience him every single time. Knowing him intimately is our highest calling. <laughs> Because when you know him intimately, for sure this is automatically you will reach your destination of your life calling. You will do good to other people. That is for sure. It's no questions. Blessing will come uh, into your life. Wherever you go, you're gonna speak blessing. You're gonna deliver healing, deliverance for sure. Because you put your eyes upon this highest calling. When we put our focus to this highest calling, everything will fall into its place. Your highest calling, not to be a good person. Your highest calling is to know God intimately the more i work and walk in god in my christian life the more i think like my time to experience god is the most important things personally and as a community yeah if you want to know god intimately you cannot just by yourself you have to be in the community as well but then i got to discipline myself to Make this one becomes, become my highest calling. Yeah. And what is your highest calling this day, according to you? Let us shift our, our mindset and shift our priorities. Your highest calling is supposed to be knowing Him intimately. And all our activity, our plan, our ministry, our act of service come flowing from this place of intimacy with God. And that is a different level. That is a different power and strength and authority. And it will change you inside out. Your character, your well-being. Even God will bring you to your true identity as you know him intimately. Yeah. And how to know him intimately? Sorry, there is no other way. Read your Bible and pray. Do not neglect the fellowship of the believers. Obedience. No other way. There is no shortcut, sorry. In the kingdom of God, there is no instant noodle. Oh. 
instant uh, shortcut or something like that. That's always have a process. Yeah. And sometimes it's need discipline. Sometimes you don't feel it. You faith it. Yeah. Don't walk by feel by feeling. I love to walk by feeling, especially this enthusiasm of excitement. Whoa, excited. But excitement soon will wither. Yeah. But your faith in God will strong forever. Walk by faith. If you do not feel to read the Bible, just faith it. Yeah, not make it up. Faith it, not fake it, but faith it. <laughs> Come to God, say, I gonna read the Bible because God gonna speak to me. Every time I I open my Bible, I always say, God, you you gonna speak to me. That is my faith. I read my Bible sometimes. I get something sometimes not, but that's okay. That's not the problem because I gonna read it. Because when I read it, somehow in my journey, God will speak upon what I already read. But if I do not read anything, what He gonna speak about? Nothing. Yeah. So read it with faith. When you feel like I don't want to pray because I don't know what to say, He is not here, or maybe I don't. I have a bad day. I just need to, um, what is it? Comfort myself. Some people go eating. Comfort food, maybe watching TV or something like that. But at that time, discipline yourself. No, I'm gonna come to God first before doing all of that. I'm not saying doing that is wrong. No, no. I also do that things as well. But I come to God first and say, God, comfort me, God. Refresh me, Lord Jesus. I come to Him saying, Thank you, Jesus, for this day. Thank you for who you are with faith, knowing that He is good, He is in control. And my life will be okay in Him. Yes. <laughs> so your highest calling is knowing Him intimately. Therefore, every single season and moment in your life, God bring it happen to you so that you can know Him intimately. Some people say, oh, so that God will change my characters. Yes, that's good. But first, it's come with knowing him intimately in that situation. Then my character will change. Every single moment in the Bible, when God calling a person to the next level of their calling, to the next level of their season, always start with this person will encounter God in a deeper way. Yeah, you know that maybe some of you have a new season right now. Maybe like. Um, You're gonna have a new job, or you're gonna uh, go to an, a new place, or a new journey as a family. It's all of a phase of life. It's all a phase of calling as well, because marriage also a calling. So it's all in the journey. And when everything come in new things, you got to upgrade your level of intimacy with God. Like what in MPC? Right now, MPC in the new season. Yes, <laughs> we are moving to the city. It's a new area. We got a building in the city, in CBD. It's a new things. But then with new things, new level of intimacy with God have to grow as well. When God bring you new responsibility, new ministry maybe, new kids maybe in the future, or new uh, semester if you are students, new assignments, new challenges in life, it have to go with Of course, new level of intimacy with God. Because with intimacy with God, you can hold 
on and you can bring whatever God wants you to bring in the new seasons. Sometimes people just rely on adrenaline rush, yeah, you know, like excitement. If something new, for example, this example, MPC album, wow, excited, oh, yes, yes, well, let us do it. Three months later, krik, 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 nobody do it. <laughs> Only Stanley Christian, <laughs> struggling. <laughs> The adrenaline rush already go. <laughs> And sometimes in new seasons, it's like that when we depend on our excitement only. Excitement is good, but it will withered away. And the new season will overwhelm us. And we gonna meet ourselves in the new season, in the new challenges, in the new um, things, being overwhelmed, being like stuck, and suddenly, why I am here? <laughs> Because at the beginning, you only rely on your feeling. But God say, no, rely on Him. When we start our new journey with Him, with intimacy with Him, knowing who He is in our life and who we are in Him, that is a good start. That things will never wither away. Even though people sometimes do not, uh, I mean like go away and do not want to do it again, for example, MPC album, for example. <laughs> It's only Stanley Christian, but Stanley Christian will gonna do it faithfully because it's not depend on the excitement and the, what is it like the moment, you know? That's the moment, but he depend fully on who God is. He look upon Jesus and he say, because I love you, Jesus, I gonna stop doing this. Press on. Yeah. And I just believe that uh, we are as an MPC, we are in the new season. Therefore, many times in my life, uh, I spend my time uh, devotion and then praying to God, yeah, a lot. Because I said, like God, as a leadership, as us in the congregation, we got to level up our intimacy with you because there's gonna be a great challenge as well, with the great things, facilities that God give, also a great responsibility God give to us, yeah, meaning great challenge. But I believe God preparing each one of us. Start with what? Knowing Him intimately. Uh, do you ever read about Moses? Yeah. If you read Old Testament, uh, you come past with a Moses story. You can uh, see how Moses progressively knowing Jesus. So Moses... Looking at Israel at that time, he's still a prince of Egypt. And he said like, oh, my people is being oppressed by Egypt. And his heart is, uh, I want to bring freedom. I want my people not being oppressed anymore. I want to bring my people, Israelites, to have a, the rights, you know, as a human being, not being oppressed by the Egypt. So he did what he did as a human being and again is failed. And he ran away. His intention is good, but he's depend on his feeling. When things fail, he ran away. Yeah, feeling is always withered away. When he ran away, one day he met God, because God knows there is a calling upon uh, Moses. He put a calling upon Moses, and when he wants to do uh, that calling. God prepare Moses by what? By meeting Moses face to face. 
the first thing that Moses see is God, the burning bush. But the bush is not burning, but it's collect the burning bush. Yeah. So it's attract him. And the first thing he knew is, God, you are holy. That is such a revelation. God, you are holy. God, you are awesome. God, you can do miracle. Stick becomes snake, snake becomes stick. God, you are so miraculous. It's prepare Moses to do the next step of his calling. What is that? Going to Pharaoh and do that ten plagues things. But God prepare Moses in that, that his heart is strong. Because at that time, even he got an opposition from Israelites. Why are you coming here and you make our life even more miserable? He wants to bless Israelites, but he got oppressed. He got oppressed as well from the Egypt, from the family, because he's raised up in the Egypt. So he knew some of the family. He knew brothers and sisters. He oppressed from two sides, but he keeps strong. Why? Because he got the encounter with God before everything happened. The second things after the Israelites go out, now this second phase of his calling, he needs to bring Israelites to go to the promised land. It's another challenge, yeah, because Israelites people is so challenging people, very challenging. If you read the Bible, you're gonna see like <coughs> Israelites people, <laughs> so naughty, so rebellious, uh, easily grumpy. Uh, oh, a lot of things. Now, uh, it's very rare they they giving thanks during the journey. So again, God prepare Moses how. God revealed himself again to Moses. Another level of revelation of God. Another level of intimacy with God. He met with uh, with Moses in the tabernacle. Yeah? So they make a tabernacle outside the campsite. And there Moses speak to God face to face like a man speaking to his friend. Only Moses can do that at that time. I want to do it as well. I mean like, oh God, it's going to be awesome. Wow. <sighs> But Moses speak to God face to face. And every single time Moses come to the tabernacle, all the people will stand and the, uh, the, the stick of cloud will come to the tabernacle and rest there. And then Moses and God will speak to one another and people worship and do whatever they want to do. People at that time, Israel just watching Moses has have a great relationship with God. Only one person desired to have that relationship with God. Who is that? Joshua. Joshua keep sitting at the front of tabernacle, wanting what Moses had with God. That's awesome. And that relationship prepare Moses to strong enough to face Israelites with their stupidity and what is it? Uh, heart-minded or something like that. But again, it's not enough because again, Mo uh, Moses have to uh, lead Israel again to the Canaan, Jericho. Again, there is another level that God need to prepare Moses at that time. It's not enough just talking like that. The next level, what is the next level? Moses say, God, I want to see you with my bare eyes. But God say, I can't. <laughs> If you see me with your bare eyes, as you right now, Moses, you're going to die. You're going to perish. I can't do that. But I want to. 
Because God want to, yeah. Because God desire to show him more. You do you know what? It's not me the one that desire to know him more. It is him that desire for us to know him more, to see him. He is desire. Therefore, he makes a way so that Moses can see him with his bare eyes. He said, "Okay, I gonna, I gonna put you in this rock or a cliff, and then I gonna pass, but you can see my back only." But I gonna just passed like that, okay? <laughs> and God create all this him just for Moses to experience encounter God in a deeper way. God wants it so bad. So at that time Moses is here and this is on, and then I, I just it's my imagination. And then God say, "Are you ready, Moses?" Okay, God. And then God zoom. Do it again, please. <laughs> Maybe if if I Moses not enough with again play maybe picture, but he saw the back of God. Yeah, only him in the history of the Bible see the back of God, literally the back of God with his bare eyes. I envy him because of what? Because he's longing to what? To know him more intimately. To know him more intimately. So that when opposition come. When he's being rejected by Israelites, do you know what Israelites? Some of the Israelites at that time even want to um, bring down Moses uh, from from a leadership, and they want to become a leader. But Moses just silent, undefended. But he let God defend him. Moses is so strong. I, I mean, like wow, Moses, you are so great. He is so humble, and he's so not easily offended. I don't know how he did that. <laughs> he he already sacrificed a lot of things for Israelites, but yet he what he get is only um, uh, critics upon critics, not even appreciation from Israelites. But he keep loving Israel so much. Be why? Because he has the first intimacy with God. Let us start not with our human strategy. Strategy is good. Planning is good. I also do that, but let us start with intimacy with God, knowing God. Because when you know God in the beginning of your season, then you know what to expect in that season. Yeah. I just want to give this testimony. I think you, all of you, already know my testimony about how God uh, bring me to a journey of faith in terms of my financial uh, in 2002. If if you still know, maybe the the one that in foundation class just heard my testimony, yeah? when I have a pledge that I will not even ask one cent of my parents after my graduation, and then I said, God, if you call me to this land to serve you, you got to feed me, and then at that time uh, I starting to search for job, and I do not get a job. I didn't get a job. And until I left only 70 cents in my bank account, and I said like, okay. <laughs> and my mind, my fleshly mind thinking like, you are stupid. Why you are uh, torturing yourself, Evo? What is this about? Just call your mom and dad, ask for money, ask for the ticket back to Indonesia. Isn't that that what you want actually at the beginning to straight away go back to Indonesia? Why are you torturing yourself here? But at that time, I just like. Uh, keep faithful because I sense it in my heart that is a, a, a sound of Holy Spirit saying like, "You stay. No, wait, 
wait hang on a second wait that's why I wait hang on a second I wait until 70 cents I wait <laughs> but at that time there is a, a new breakthrough that I can experience God is my provider yeah in terms of financial even physical and mental uh, needs God is my providers and this experience I will not a change that experience with any other experience because that experience really built my faith and built my view upon, upon who God is. And it's prepared me to the next journey, to the next level of my calling. Yeah. When God prepared me in that things, I know that I need, uh, God is like changing the way I see Him and changing my faith, growing my faith because I need it. So the next step of my calling is I got a job and everything like that, but more responsibility coming to my lap at that time. Become a, a cell leaders, worship leaders, uh, become like the MSF uh, coordinators over four universities at that time um, because we just opened the, the new one. And then a lot of things, yeah, and also counseling for the young people at that time. I do one that... Uh, Take in charge of that in the city and for the students, mostly for the students. It's a lot of responsibility. If I do not experience that God is my provider, that God really indeed bring me here, call me to, to the land of Australia, to Melbourne, I will be shaken away because it's a lot of things going on, plus working as well. It's a lot of things going on. It's a lot dealing with human is always something that Sometimes it's very heavy because we cannot control people's mouth, but they're just speaking. But dealing with that, God like preparing me to have this mental. Come on, Evo, look at him. He already uh, faithful to you throughout that journey until 70 cents. And you just got a job and bang, you can just pay three months rent straight away. What else is not giving into you? Stand on. And that is become a pillar that, This is like a momento for me that when I look upon Jesus, He's with me and I know I am here for a purpose. I know it for sure. And it stick, uh, make me like very strongly walking in my calling during that time. There is another encounter again with God that prepare me for the next level of my calling. It's always starting with encountering God. Make yourself available to be encountered by God. You know? Because God really wants to, to show something new about him. And there is no limit to knowing Jesus. Maybe you said, I already know Jesus for, from babies. <laughs> I born into a Christian family. When I born, I already said, hallelujah. Wait, wait, hallelujah. Oh, okay, so cool. <laughs> so, so spiritual. But there is no limit. Even angels that already been with Jesus like forever still do not know God fully. And if people say, oh, I already know. I already know the Bible. Read that cover to cover several times. Oh, I, I know that. No, 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 you don't know him yet. <laughs> There is much more about God that you can experience with God. What you experience with God in 2019, it will prepare you for the next season. Yeah. If you encounter God as he is um, faithful to you, Because he wants you to go through a season that you need to have faith in him. It's going to be challenging. It's going to be windy. It's going to be shaky. 
but you know you have confidence and you're gonna walk into the storm confidently. Why? Because I've been prepared. God is faithful and my faith is in him. Will not be shaken because I encounter him. Intimacy with God is actually the source of our strength, love, and rest, comfort, peace. Intimacy with God. So when God takes us into next phase of our calling, our relationship with him must also change. The way you see God must change. You cannot just see God just like this. Must change, meaning growing up. Yeah. When I'm still small, I sing, God is so good. Okay, God is so good. But when I grow up, oh yes, God is good. He helping me doing assignment. I grow up again. Oh, God is so good. Even when I make a mistake, God is so good. When I growing up again, oh my gosh, I fall into sin. But God is still so good to me. I don't deserve it, but God is so good. Growing up again, oh wow. In every season of my life, God is so good. And His goodness is keep growing and growing and growing. That's what I'm talking about when you grow in intimacy with God. The goodness of God growing in you. Your understanding, your encounter with His goodness growing. Encounter His holiness growing. His faithfulness growing. Everything is growing. And it will prepare you again for your new seasons. I just want to close with this one. In the new seasons, these two things that you need to ask. This is practical things. Taken from Acts chapter 2, verse 12 and 37. At that time, this is a new season. Yeah, The church is born. And people got baptized by the Holy Spirit. People get uh, speaking in tongue. And they, they uh, lay hand on people. And people get healed. Wow, it's so great movement. 3,000 people in a day. Get safe and baptized. Wow. <laughs> wow. New season. New things. And these two questions that the disciples asked. What does this mean? This is in context with their relationship with God. What does this mean? If God bring us to this season, to this new era, what does this mean? In my walk with God, what does this mean? In my relationship with God, in the way I see Him, what does this mean? If I, uh, I have a problem and challenges in life, what does this mean? Some people asking the wrong question, why? Why me God? Why these things happen to me? Stop asking that question. Yeah? It's, it's quite another a good question. But ask this, what does this mean Lord? What does this mean in our relationship, Lord Jesus? What does this mean in my growing in you, in my faith, in my character, in the way I see things and I see life? I see life. What does this mean, Lord? If you face a great things, a happy things, also ask, what does this mean, Lord? Pastor Yuda always asks us like this. If you can stay in Melbourne, Australia, while... It's very hard to, to get a PR in here. And you got it. You have to ask God, what does this mean, Lord? What is your purpose? Why you give me, you allow me to get PR in Australia, Lord? What does this mean? The second thing that you need to ask yourself it is, what must we do or what must I do? What does this mean? And what must I do, Lord? 
What must I do in this situation, Lord? What do you want me to do, Lord Jesus? What you are doing, Lord? Because when new season coming, God is doing something. When MPC moved to, to city, God is doing something. Can you see what he is doing? Ask him what you are doing, Lord. Then ask yourself and ask God, what do you want me to do? What must I do? In line with what you are doing. The same things in your journey personally. If something new, oh, maybe nothing new. <laughs> Still, you can ask this. In this not new things. <laughs> what does this mean Lord? I'm still doing this journey. What must I do Lord Jesus? These two things. Yeah. Ask him. And ask God. Ask yourself as well. Meditate upon his promises. Bring this question to him. And it will bring yourself to a good perspective in your life. And make you in line with what God wants to do because what people see only what is happening and our analytical skill is only counting whatever we see and we know but God doing something that is unseen and that is the thing that we need to focus on unseen things because the things that we can see is temporary but the thing that unseen is eternal The last question, in whatever situation, good, bad, worse, best, <laughs> moment, challenging, not so challenging, ask this. What is it that God wants to be for me now? Because it's about encountering God. God, what is it that you want to be for me now, Lord, in this situation? That he couldn't be at any other time in any other way. Because God wants to be someone specifically for us in some certain of period of time. Yeah, I still remember, uh, if I may, uh, handy, I think it's 2017 or 18, we make um, an activity. There is a lot of pictures. And then they have to choose two pictures. Yeah. At that time, I still remember Handy took uh, the road that going like this. And the other one is like a lighthouse, is it? Yes, lighthouse. Yeah. And then the question is the same actually like this. What do you sense in your, the, the, the road that like this is the situation yeah? at that time, at those times. And then the lighthouse is represent what do you sense that? God be for you. And he say God is like the lighthouse to showing him, to guide him. Yeah. At that time, what is that God wants to be for me now? In handy case, God wants to be your guidance. And that guide will never fail. His light will for sure and never fail to show you the path. So assurance of God's guidance. And I believe Handy experienced God as his shepherd that guide him, that assured him that everything gonna be alright, that the road he already planned and make sure that Handy will go through that road. Such an assurance that my light is for you, Handy. You will see the path. Such an assurance. And he experienced that. 
And that things that God is showing him that he is the good shepherd that assurance he cannot show it to to handy at any other time in that level in any other way only in that moment handy can feel that assurance that level when that things happen when that challenging happen therefore when challenging or wave coming to our life it's for us to experience God that God what you want be for me now Lord When my father passed away, and it's very hard for me, at that time God already prepared me. He always talked to me about father and father and father. And when my father passed away, my physical father passed away, I can find rest that God, indeed, you are my father. You are my defender. You are my mentor. You are my TikTok friends, you know, because I like to speak to my dad and talking about what about this and if I choose this way, what do you think or something like that. But now God the Father become my father. What is God wants to be forever at that time that he couldn't be at any other time in any other ways in the deeper way. Because when my father still alive, God is still my father. But when my father passed away, I really experience him as my father in a deeper way, in a deeper level. So when you see a challenges or problems, see that God wants to show something in your life, in your family as well. If your family or your life need reconciliation, he gonna become the person of reconciliation for you. You're gonna experience him like never before. You're gonna experience him as a healer. You're gonna experience him as the deliverer in a deeper way. And that is what I'm talking about. Intimacy with God. Deeper way. Do not only experience your problem, experience God in a deeper way. Amen. Yeah. Let us close our eyes. Thank you, Jesus. You are good, Lord. And we trust in your perfect and good plan and I pray God bring each one of us Lord Jesus to grow in our intimacy with you Lord to change maybe our view about you God because our view ladies and gentlemen our view is still distorted about who God is We still do not have the full grasp of who He is perfectly. Therefore, God bring us into this journey so that we can see Him, experience Him fully, growing, encountering Him as who He is. His goodness, His awesomeness, His mighty, His power. He also a healer. Comforter. He's also our teacher, our mentor, our divine mentor. He's also our best friend. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Lord. I pray, God, right now we bring our life to you. I pray for fresh new encounter happening in our life in Jesus' mighty name. Let us just this time just come to God and if you longing to have this deeper intimacy with God, 
if these days you are chasing something else maybe you are chasing ministry maybe you are chasing your career maybe whatever you are chasing is good but chase him is the best things because everything will fall into its place just come to him and say god i want to experience you lord in a deeper way ask him God, I want to know you, Lord, deeper, God. I I want to know your love deeper, God. I want to know your holiness deeper, Lord. I want to experience your righteousness in a deeper way, Lord. Ask Him. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Lord. If maybe this weeks you already neglected your reading Bible or your pray, come to Him. Say, forgive me, Lord. I neglected our relationship. Because through that, you can have relationship with God. Just come to Him humbly. And say, God, forgive me, Lord. But I want to start afresh. Thank you Jesus thank you Jesus thank you Lord because you already pre- prepared God a great feast of table Lord Jesus for us God as we come to you we can eat as many as we want in your presence we eat your words Lord Jesus we scuba diving Lord in your love Lord thank you Father God There is no end, there is no bottom, Lord Jesus, in your love, in who you are, God, for us. As we growing in our relationship with you, we thank you, Lord Jesus, for your calling upon each one of us. I ask for growth in Jesus' mighty name, in our calling as well, in Jesus' mighty name. Thank you, Abba Father.